You are now listening to the Conversationalist Podcast. Well, hello, and thank you for listening to another episode of the Conversationalist Podcast. I'm Jesse, and I'm here with Amanda. Hi. This is going to be episode 78, which is going to cover a couple of topics. Um, lately, we've been doing just a heck of a lot of movie reviews, because that's pretty much all we've been doing. Um but this time around, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, an incident that occurred um, at a movie theater while watching the Avengers, and then talk a little bit about the different like movie type uh, subscriptions um, and what's going on with some of those, uh, specifically Movie Pass and a competitor company called uh, Cinema. And then we're going to talk a little about some Netflix shows that uh, have kind of caught our eye and that we've binged a bit um so to start um there was this there was this story uh on cinema blend and at this point i think it was like it says the day before last but i actually think this story took place on tuesday and it's not in the u.s it was in india but a 43 year old guy Went into the movie theater to watch the Avengers, and um, at some point during the movie, he had a fucking heart attack and died. Probably when he saw Chris Evans, he'd give me a heart attack too. <laughs> I mean, I personally think it would have been like when everybody was like turning into dust, but I mean, Chris Evans' beard was pretty epic. It was. It was uh, it was impressive, I guess. It's amazing. But I mean, I Look don't know. Look at his face. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Thor's Thor's nothing to scoff at. That's true. I mean, when he got rescued by yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy, and they were uh, they were uh, awing at his godlike features. Also true. <laughs> um, but yeah, this this dude, um, he had a heart attack and he died, and so he went and saw this movie like everybody should see it in 3D. So. Um, when, when he died, he died in the upright position, seated with his 3D glasses on, and so nobody really knows exactly at what point this dude died in the movie, but people didn't notice it for a while, just because he didn't, like, slouch over anything like that, he looked like he was still watching the movie, had the 3D glasses on, and then, like everybody does, at the end of a Marvel movie, they sit through the end credits and, you know, wait for that, you know, little bonus scene that takes place at the end, so it wasn't until, like, that had already happened, and, you know, the lights come on. It's like, okay, the movie's done. You know, get the fuck out. That they discover that, oh, shit, this dude's fucking dead. You know? So, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I would assume that, there, you know, because, I mean, watching, having watched it twice and Amanda having watched it once, you know, there was a lot of people just like, <gasps> you know, when everything starts happening with, uh, you know, some of the superheroes, you know, dying in, in Infinity War. So, I mean, it could be just <laughs> he had an overwhelming emotional response to a maybe highly beloved character that was one of his favorites that, that passed. Um, who knows what the reason is, but... Like somebody's cute little baby face. You just want to hug. Yeah. it's yeah. I mean, that movie was hella sad. Like, seriously, I mean, it really was. So, I mean, shit happens, I guess. I mean, don't go into this movie if you are, like like really involved with the characters and you have heart problems. <laughs> kind of like a roller coaster warning on Yeah, that. it's I mean that's pretty bad. 
I mean, shit, if you're pregnant, don't go see this movie. Like, it's, you know, likelihood of miscarriages or whatever the fuck. Or I might put you in the labor when you see Chris Evans, because damn. (laughs) I mean, what? Or you might go in there not pregnant and then just all of a sudden end up pregnant looking at Chris Evans, right? Right. (laughs) You're like, whoo, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, his face, he's... Anyway, I mean Scarlett Johansson's nothing to snuff at either. I mean she was uh, looking pretty good per the huge. And Chris <laughs> Evans though. Yeah, he Chris wins. Evans. He's so hot right now. Chris Evans. I know. <laughs> e- give evoking you a hair some <laughs> evoking some Zoolander there. Um, but no, yeah, that was a pretty crazy story. I mean, it, like I said, it 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 was it was a very emotional, very dramatic. Like, very awesome movie, but, you know, that's crazy to read about, like, somebody just, like, fucking dying in the middle of it. I mean, I think that's probably the only case of that happening while watching this movie, but, I mean, I guess I wouldn't be surprised, like, if you saw another one. Like, if you had, like, some old folks or people with bad hearts and shit, like, doing the same thing, because, yeah, that movie. If you haven't seen it yet, go see it. IMAX 3D, IMAX at the very... You know, I mean, 3D at the very least, the movie's great. Um, so, on the topic of movies, we move on to uh, Movie Pass, and uh, specifically, we're talking about Movie Pass because they had changed their plan um, a while back, and it was super unpopular. And I mean, when I'm saying a while back, it was about a month ago, and Movie Pass had removed the subscription where you're able to watch one movie per day. Um, they had gone to a promotional $29.95 um, for a three-month plan, and you only got to see four movies a month, and it was kind of something that they were running with, I think, iHeartRadio. Like, it was some like weird special, and a lot of people were kind of pissed. Um, but the... When when Movie Pass when they talked to Movie Pass about it, I think they specifically it's um, talked to the CEO Mitch Lowe, and were asking him like whether or not they were going to bring it back. They said they were just kind of like playing with different plans to see like what works and what doesn't, and you know that the unlimited plan wouldn't necessarily be gone forever, but you know they would just have to wait and see what happens. Well, it's only been a month, and they just announced that they were bringing back the unlimited. Uh, movie pass again which i think was either yesterday or the day before and so um it's back to the old plans which i think are the 9.95 a month plan for unlimited which unlimited air quotations it's basically one movie per day for the entire month um and then i think there's another plan that's 7.95 a month but you can only see three movies or something like that lame yeah it's it's i mean i i mean i guess it works for some people i mean because i think there was a study that said you know like your average moviegoer and and this actually i don't know how true this shit is like you know a lot of times you know you can kind of trick people into saying like oh statistics say or you know research says and you know you don't specifically know what statistics that are they're from or what the research is, but if somebody says it before saying whatever it is they say, like automatically it's, you know, more valid. But, um, there was something that said 
that the average moviegoer maybe only sees like four movies a year, if that. I don't know about that. That's what it said. I mean, just like your average everyday person, you know, the average. I mean, because they're probably they're probably doing it on on age. Well, I think they're probably doing it on an average where like you probably get somebody like never goes to the movies. And then you probably get somebody that like maybe goes to three big movies and then waits for everything to go on rental. And then you might get somebody like us that like goes to the movie like movies fairly often, like at least once a month. And then when you kind of like add all that data up, it equals up to, you know, three or four movies a year or something. So, I mean, maybe that's how they came to that conclusion. But um, I think, you know, somebody was bringing up the point that like if that is the case and, you know, some people only see like three or four movies a month, a plan like that is good for them. But when you look at it, I mean, it's not really saving you much money. Like, why wouldn't you just pay, like, an extra two or three bucks a month? I mean, it only ends up being, like, an extra $36 for the entire year. And you can just see, like, however many movies you want. Like, to me, it's, like, it's, like, such a small amount to pay extra. I mean, when you're considering it's, like, two or three dollars more. Like, why would you even, why would you even do that? But that's just my opinion. Um... So, I mean, at this point, it is it is good for, like, people like my mom. Um, this is probably going back uh, about three months. Uh, I had gifted my mom a MoviePass subscription, and I actually found this out. So, I gifted her a MoviePass subscription, you know, kind of signed up, added her email, and did all this stuff. I mean, and there's probably a lot of other people that have done this, too, and kind of found out the hard way. So, I signed her up, and then... Because I was telling her, I mean, she likes to go to the movies too. I figure, hey, you know, she's paying like 10 bucks a pop to go see these movies. You know, let's save her some money and freaking just give her the movie pass. My mom's like retired. She's not working. She has all the time in the world to watch a million movies. So I sign her up for the movie pass, send her the info. She ends up getting the movie pass card in the mail and she was using it. You know, she was watching a lot of movies. She was like super happy with the service. I mean, it's really easy to use as far as the app goes. Um, you know, it was, you know, she was just like, wow, I'm, I'm so glad you signed me up for this. This is great. It's like saved me a lot of money. But what ended up happening was when the three months that I prepaid were up, she was trying to get into the app to um, add her credit card information so that she could extend it uh, and, you know, basically make it you know, running concurrent, you know, monthly, monthly payments so she can basically keep the account open, except it wouldn't let her update her credit card information. She couldn't figure out why. She didn't know if it was some sort of glitch. And she said that it was like damn near impossible to get a hold of somebody and like through MoviePass, like she was sending them emails and trying to call. And I know a lot of people have complained about like MoviePass customer service not being that great. I know personally when me and Amanda had an issue where we got booted out of our, um, where we had got booted out of our app. We were actually at the movies trying to pay and we couldn't. And then, you know, it was one of those things where we're just like, fuck it. Like we just have to pay for it because we're not going to get a hold of somebody in time to fix their issue. And then remember we sent emails and mm-hmm. like they never even responded to yours. Nope. And then when they responded to mine, it was just kind of like, oh, we got your email, but like it didn't actually address anything. So, um, it kind of ended up working out itself. Um, I mean, I don't think, I think there was like some sort of issue with the app or whatever. Um, but yeah, so she ends up getting a hold of somebody on MoviePass 
or from movie pass and kind of explains like hey look i've been trying to you know add my credit card information i want to keep my account open they basically inform her that they um do not allow people who get their movie pass like gifted um you can't add a credit card you can't keep it open like basically it's going to expire and there's nothing you can do to keep it open so like let's say you you get gifted that movie pass you're just going to use it like a you know some sort of prepaid card you know that you would you know like some prepaid gift card you'd buy for fucking subway or something and then as soon as it's used throw it away so as soon as it expires you might as well just toss it because even when you speak to somebody through MoviePass, they will not update it even on their end. They basically say they don't have the ability to do it. And that if you want to have an account, that you basically have to open a new account. Now, here's the kicker. So, my mom only has like one email. So, I had used her email to sign her up so that she can get all the correspondence for MoviePass. And so, you know, use her address. I mean, the car went straight to her house. Um, she had to create a new email. Because even though like the uh, account had expired and she could no longer use the movie pass that she had, she couldn't use the same email either. So she had to go and create a whole new email in order to re-sign up for movie pass. And she was super pissed because at that time when she's trying to extend um, her account and like keep it at the ten dollars a month unlimited, they were still on that. <laughs> on that uh, test plan where it was only four movies a month. And she was like, what the fuck? Like I already had this plan. Like, you know, why can't you honor this plan? And they're like, Oh, well this is the only plan we're offering right now. Sorry about that. And so she didn't sign back up. Now this was probably about a week ago. So then when I found out the day before, uh, the day before yesterday that movie pass had actually gone back to, um, their unlimited plan, you know, I sent her a message and let her know so that she can, you know, sign herself up with a regular account, a new email, and get a new card so that she has the unlimited plan before, you know, they decide to fucking ex-nay it for some other, you know, test test amount or, you know, team up with somebody else. Um, but I just thought that was irritating. I mean, does that make any sense to you? Like, why they wouldn't allow you to just, like, extend your account? I mean, like, if it's gifted to you and, like, your general information is already associated with the account and you already have a card, like, why can't you just recharge? Or, you know, or even even if, like, there's some issue with, like, you know, the sign-up is different, like, why couldn't you just recharge the card? Like, you could have, you know, like, a Visa prepaid, you know, add more money to it so that they can keep deducting, you know, money from the card. Yeah, that's pretty dumb, but... Maybe they're doing it because they're trying to limit the amount of people. I mean, if they're having problems paying, you know, they're saying that they're constantly losing money on these plans. Maybe that's why, especially if they tried this promo with iHeartRadio to try, you know, and, and taper it down a little bit. Maybe that's why they did it that way. See, but that begs the question, if if they are losing as much money as they say they are, and I mean, at this point, like, it's pretty common knowledge that they are um like why would they go back to it i think they're just trying to make people happy but everyone's pretty much saying just ride the train while you can because it's not going to last right everyone's expecting them to fold so 
Well, and I think right now, I mean, and this kind of, you know, kind of leads us into our other story. And uh, this actually came from Bloomberg. And it had to do with uh, a lot of, like, movie theaters being kind of frustrated with the MoviePass model. And so, MoviePass's whole idea on, you know, making their model successful and being able to support themselves and be able to get people... Um, or being able to allow people to watch up to a movie a day if they want and, you know, in turn, you know, get your movie watching data that they can share as, you know, like a valuable resource in order for them to make money is also that, you know, being able to team up with these movie theaters that they get a cut of concession because concession's the big money maker when it comes to theaters. I mean... Most people, if the, most people, I think know this, but maybe some don't, is that when you go to the movie theater and you pay either, you know, seven, ten, twelve dollars, whatever the movie ticket price is, the movie ticket price that you pay is something that pretty much gets paid like directly to the theater, not the theater, but you know, like the distributor of the film. It none of that is really kept by the theater. The theater makes money off of the snacks and concessions and sodas and stuff that you buy when you go to the movie. And, um, you know, MoviePass's plan was that, like, hey, look, if we offer the ability to give people to go to the movies as often as they want, at least once a day, that's going to increase traffic to your movie theater. And because people are going to not have to pay up front for the ticket cost, because that's something that MoviePass is going to give you know, they're going to pay that credit to whatever movie you go see. Because there's that extra foot traffic, you know, the theater should be happy because, in theory, because you're in the theater more, you're going to buy concession more. You're going to buy more popcorn, you're going to buy more soda, or you're going to be, even if you don't necessarily buy the concessions, you know, very often when you go to the movie theaters, you're going to be more inclined to do so just because you feel like you're saving so much money from, you know, being able to consume, you know, however many movies you want. So you're going to be like, ah, you know, fuck it. I'm going to buy a popcorn and a soda. And I mean, honestly, it works because uh, Amanda and I, you know, we're guilty of sneaking in, you know, candy and soda pretty often. But since we've had the movie pass, I think we've also bought, you know, sodas and concessions and popcorn more than we ever have. And it's only because we have the movie pass. Because if we weren't, if we didn't have the movie pass, we would probably still not be buying concessions and then just sneaking shit in. Um, and so the whole point is that if movie pass, you know, got some of these theaters on board to say like, hey, look, you know, give us 20% of your concession cut, you know, obviously that would help movie pass stay afloat. And right now, the theaters aren't budging and they're just keeping all the concessions for themselves. So, I mean, it's enriching the, it's enriching the movie theaters, but you know, the movie pass isn't really seeing any benefit. I mean, cause all they can, all, all they have is like data, you know, that they can choose to share and, and make money off of, you know, however they see fit, because that's the trade off by using the movie pass subscription. But there's no guarantee that these movie theaters are going to work with them. And what I don't get, I mean, I don't understand how theaters don't see this, is like, if you're not making money off of the ticket cost, 
what does it really matter if I show up and either pay $7 that you're not going to keep, or I show up with a movie pass and movie pass pays the ticket price, right? How does it make, how does it make a difference or why does it frustrate them that movie pass is basically stepping in and doing that? Well, some of them have their own loyalty programs that you have to pay for, like AMC, their stubs or whatever it's called. Right. You have to be a member. You have to pay to be a member of that, and you get their own benefits out of that. And I think people. But that's aren't usually like a one-time price, though, right? I mean, you you but pay still, to be a though, stubs member. People aren't going to pay for it if they're getting movie pass and circumventing whatever it is. Because one of the things is like tickets, and it's like. Why are they going to do these extra steps at the movie theater if they have this card right here that's like, oh, I'm just going to come in. And on MoviePass's part, they should have already arranged with the theaters to get the cut of whatever before they started this instead of saying, oh, well, hey, guys, look what I'm doing for you. Well, now I want your money. Well, no, they're not going to do that. They're going to be like, well, maybe we don't like you, so I'm not going to give you my money. Like, why? Right. I, I mean... My thought is, is like, if, God dang it, I'm, t- I'm trying to, like, I had a thought and then I kind of lost it, but I think, um, as far as like loyalty programs go, I mean, if I can go and purchase tickets, it, say like, um, for like Edward Cinemas, I think they're run by Regal Entertainment or something. So like Regal, they have, uh, passes where like you, you gain points and then you can use those points to like get free popcorn or soda, and then you can also trade in those points to, like, get free movie passes, you know, if you, um, you know, are constantly, you know, going to their movie theaters. So, and it's free to sign up. That doesn't cost anything. I and mean, I think Stubbs actually does cost a little bit of money, um, but the, the Edwards, the, the Regal Entertainment card doesn't cost you, a, doesn't cost you a dime. But if you're going to, if you're going to Regal all the time and you're, um, you're purchasing these tickets with movie pass, Shit, I mean, why not use it? You you scan the you 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 purchase the you purchase the ticket with Movie Pass, and then you scan your fucking Regal you, you scan your Regal card, and, and it still counts. You're still getting the points, and so you can gain a ticket because you're only, you can only use your Movie Pass for you. So why not also gain a shit ton of points from Regal Entertainment's loyalty program that you can then use as a, a ticket to fucking bring your friend. You'd still be, they'd still be losing though, because you're earning points for another free ticket. But that's the the whole point is, is that when you show up, whether you're paying with Movie Pass or whether you're paying in cash, that's not cash that they keep. It ends up going to the the production company or whoever put out the film. The theater doesn't make any money off of the ticket. They make no money off the ticket. It's all right, concession. But if you, what if you use your points to get the free popcorn and you don't upgrade? That earns them the extra dollar or whatever it is. Well, then they're still losing. Right, but the markup on popcorn is like 600%. They're really not losing any money, even when you get the popcorn without upgrading. I mean, and most people upgrade their popcorn. Like, I know you and I, every single time we get a free popcorn, we always upgrade because typically it's only like a buck fifty, and it's much bigger well, I mean, the point is, is you can argue it either way. I mean, I mean, in, okay. So, in you like your, your whole point was, is like, okay, you know, they've already put their product out there, and they never negotiated these prices before they stepped in and asked for a cut. I mean, MoviePass could. I mean, it would probably hurt them short term, but they could say, hey, look, we're driving 
a lot more traffic to your theater than you than you're used to. You know, if you compare where your sales were last year in concessions to where they are this month with Movie Pass, you know, compare it without Movie Pass and see how much it's gone up. You can probably do it that way. Or, you know, Movie Pass, you know, they've started to. Uh, we we'd actually covered this in a previous podcast where like there were people that were experiencing blackouts by not not being able to watch a certain movie that they wanted to because it was like kind of out of market or whatever, which I thought was kind of bullshit. But MoviePass could say, hey, look, we're not going to allow anybody to go to a a regal entertainment movie theater. We're only going to allow AMC movies or, you know, Maya or some other company. So we're not going to allow anybody to go to this type of theater. And so guess what? Everybody who has MoviePass... All of a sudden, like, Regal Entertainment becomes a leper. Because now everybody is going to all the other movie theaters in our town. You know, like Maya and AMC and whoever, in Pacific theaters. And all of a sudden, you know, nobody's going to Edward Cinemas. So immediately they're going to notice, oh shit, like, we're not getting as much foot traffic as we would be. Because now MoviePass is saying that it's not accepted there. You know, it's not accepted here anymore. Or to avoid it. I mean, if anything, I mean... That should be something that they should consider. I mean, they don't have to do it all at once. Like, oh, if all these theaters don't agree to, you know, our concession cut, then we're just going to, you know, not let anybody go to any of your movie theaters. Obviously, that's not going to work, right? Because they're just going to cut off, like, their whole service. But they could do it one at a time, you know? So if there's multiple movie theaters, you know, different movie theaters owned by different companies in one town, and they're trying to get all these different places on board... They could say, okay, Regal, we would like you to, you know, share in the increase in your concession, you know, give us 10%. And if Regal's like, F you, then they say, okay, well, nobody's going to go to Regal and boop, boop. And they just do that for a while. And then Regal can decide to either come back and be like, all right, maybe 10% is not so bad because we've lost 20%. So then once they're on board... They can reactivate all of the people that have movie pass to be able to use at those theaters again and then move on to Pacific and do the same thing and then move on to Maya and do the same thing and then move on to, you know what I mean? Like that could be something that they could do. I mean, that is like a bigger form of like strong arming them. But I mean, if they're really increasing the sales, why shouldn't they, you know, share some of that? But... They could. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I mean, either way, the theaters are going to stick around. I mean, the whole point is, too, is, I mean, it's not just movie pass that's benefiting from it. It's the theaters in general. I mean, how many stories have you have you read about, like, prior to movie pass even coming coming to fruition? How many times have you heard that, like, movie theaters are dying? And then movie theaters aren't being attended as much. And it's because Hollywood doesn't have any original material and they are constantly like rehashing movies. And so because of all of these, you know, stagnant ideas, you know, lack of creativity that you're generally, you know, not seeing as, uh, you know, people frequenting theaters as much. Now, I mean, records are still being broken in terms of like big blockbusters like Black Panther and Avengers. Well, nobody wants to go because it's expensive. Well, right. And that's what I'm saying is like, you know, not only not only are these these uh, theaters making more money 
by having more foot traffic, it's actually making them like economically more healthy because I mean, in my opinion, these a lot of these places, you know, weren't doing that great to begin with. I mean, I, I remember seeing a lot of stories that were saying that like theaters, you know, were at risk of, you know, closing because there weren't as many patrons. So, like, why wouldn't you want a service that is bringing more people into your business by having their service? Like, why wouldn't you want them to succeed? You're, they're literally bringing more bodies into their theaters that are going to spend money. Even if it's not a lot of money guaranteed, it's, I mean, something's better than nothing. And it just doesn't make any sense. But with, um, you know, the popularity of MoviePass, um, you know, there's bound to be competition in one of the biggest competitors uh, that's, you know, come around lately that I've actually seen a shit ton about is a, a company called Cinema. And so it's S-I-N-E-M-I-A. And you can go to their website. Their system's a little different. So like for MoviePass, uh, Amanda and I being MoviePass subscribers, MoviePass is month to month, $10 a month, unlimited air quotations, one movie per day for every day in the month. Now the thing is with MoviePass, you have to physically be within you know, the specific area of the movie theater that you want to see the movie at. And you have to check in, and then you can use your card in order to purchase it. So in most cases, you can't do advanced ticketing. Just recently, we got a new movie theater in town um, that's like a like a diner slash movie theater. And that's the only theater in our town that, allowed, that allows e-ticketing. And so with e-ticketing, you can actually purchase your ticket in advance. Um... The only catch is, is that when you purchase your ticket in advance, you cannot cancel your ticket. So if for whatever reason you purchase your ticket for 4 o'clock and you can't make the 4 o'clock show and you want to change it to the 7 o'clock show, that's not going to happen. You cannot cancel. Um, you don't get a refund. The movie theater is not going to switch your, your ticket time. You're out. And so that's the catch. Um, with you know a regular ticket, like say you show up to the movie theater and you check in, um, but for some reason you want to cancel it because you want to go later, you can do that in a regular check-in. So that's how MoviePass works. Cinema is a little bit different um, with Cinema, and they're actually running a uh, a special right now because their ticket prices, um, well, their packages were actually a little bit more pricey than MoviePass. Um, they have the one ticket per month that was twelve ninety nine. Right now it's four ninety nine a month. And for that's their classic plan, and then there's a second classic plan that's six ninety nine a month um, that was regularly twenty two ninety nine, and the catch is that with well, I mean obviously the catch is that there's less movies that you can see in a <laughs> month, but you can see it. You can use these tickets any theater with no blackout days, and they have advanced ticket options. So. You know, for instance, I mean, Deadpool 2 is coming out pretty soon. Mm-hmm. If you want to buy an advanced ticket for Deadpool 2 at a specific movie theater, you can totally use cinema in order to get the advanced ticket for Deadpool. And that's completely doable. Not really something that's doable with Deadpool. Because, like, even with the e-ticketing system that's, like, available now to a certain extent, it's only for that day. So, like, we couldn't buy the advanced e-ticketing 
for Deadpool, you know, a week or two from now, but you could with the cinema pass. Um, now there's a different plan that's available. That's called the elite plan and the elite plan, a two movies, um, two movie tickets per month is 10 bucks. So basically this is like the, the, um, competition package that they're hoping is going to compete with movie pass. Uh, because it used to be twenty four ninety nine, and right now it's ten bucks, so you get two movie tickets per month. Now that sounds like shit, right? When you yeah. when you think about the fact that you can watch as many movies as you want on Movie Pass, you know, average thirty days in a month, so potentially thirty movies. There's not that many movies out at one time, and now with Movie Pass, you can't watch the same movie more than once, and now blacks them out. Um, so I mean, really. They offer unlimited, but you really couldn't use it every single day in the month anyways, because there's not that fucking many movies. Um, but this particular package, $9.99 a month. Now, this is where they separate themselves from MoviePass. Every feature um, in the classic plan, so again, any theater, no blackout days, advanced ticket options, but it also includes 3D... Um, and IMAX and 4DX experiences. That even includes movies where, like, you know, there's D-Box options or, like, you know, various other kinds of features that, like, you know, make the movie special, whether that's Atmos, digital, or whatever. All of those things that would typically make a ticket more expensive, which would sometimes make it uh, impossible to purchase with MoviePass because it's only for regular ticketing only. Cinema, you can use your pass to do that. So like, again, Deadpool 2 is coming out pretty soon. If you wanted to buy that ticket two weeks in advance and you also wanted to see it in IMAX 3D, Cinema is the place that's going to allow you to use that ticket to buy the advance ticket for Deadpool and watch it in IMAX 3D. Whereas you weren't, you won't be able to use your movie pass to see Deadpool in IMAX 3D and you're not going to be able to buy that ticket in advance. So you're going to have to wait until Deadpool 2 comes out on Thursday and then show up at a movie theater and hope that it's not sold out. That's what you're going to have to do. Yeah. So that's a big difference. And that's insanely convenient. Um, at one point, I was like, hey, you know what? Shit. We have Netflix. We have Hulu. We have Amazon Prime. We have fucking Crunchyroll. We have Funimation. We have all of these different services for you know, watching shows, so fuck it, why not get cinema on top of having movie pass, and so when we want to watch an IMAX 3D movie for, like, again, Deadpool 2, Han Solo is also coming out in May, the Solo uh, movie, um, hey, we can use this ticket package to watch the Solo movie and to watch Deadpool 2, that'd be great, so I thought to myself, I'm gonna buy two of these freaking plans on this promo price, now, here's the catch. Cinema doesn't do month-to-month -month, uh, payments. So, they take more of your money up front. You know, with MoviePass, their thing is, is when you sign up, you cannot cancel. If you sign up for MoviePass because you want to watch, like, however many movies and then cancel and you think you're smart because you only paid 10 bucks, and then you saw five movies and you're like, oh, cool, and you cancel... You can't start a new subscription for like nine months. So I don't know how they check that. I mean, maybe you can just create an email and simply, you know, make another account. 
Um, but right now, like you can't reactivate your old account. They make sure that you can't do that for nine months. With Cinema, they um, they bill you a year in advance. So, you know, the, the ticket, um, like this particular promo, $9.99 a month for two tickets. You can use them for whatever you want. Sounds great. I'd love to sign up for it, you know, and just pay the 10 bucks a month. But you have to pay the 12 months up front. So I have to pay 120 bucks times two for a total of $240, you know, this month in order to pay for this cinema package, which again is still saving you money technically. Cause if you wanted to go, you know, to these IMAX 3d movies, I mean, shit, remember, um, when we went and saw, Gosh dang it, it was the last Star Wars movie. We went and saw the last Star Wars movie. We saw it in IMAX 3D. And for me, you, and our kids, we paid like 54 bucks. Yeah. We paid $54 for the IMAX 3D um, movie passes for the Star Wars movie. And, you know, so I mean, this is this would be $240. But I mean, if we did that a couple of times, like it would end up paying for itself. Um, you know, especially if you made a point to always watch movies in IMAX 3D, then it would definitely pay for itself. But, you know, that's just one of those things. So, I mean, if you have the, you know, the extra money to pay for it up front, I mean, cinema might be the, uh, package that's best for you. You know, if you just want to watch the big blockbusters and be able to watch them in IMAX and, you know, 3D or fucking D box or whatever it is. Um, you know, you might be better off doing this because, you know, right now MoviePass has those limitations. I mean, they, they're, like they said, they're always testing their billing. So, I mean, MoviePass could end up, you know, doing something similar where you're able to use, uh, you know, where you're able to get like a 3D, 3D IMAX or whatever option. I know that I read somewhere that they had talked about doing that. Um, but obviously you'd be paying a premium. You'd have to pay the difference in order to be able to see those movies the way you'd be able to see them with cinema. So, yeah, those are the differences. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, there's probably other places out there that are doing similar stuff, but these are the only two that we know of at the moment. Um, we're just going to stick with MoviePass because it's cheap and we can still watch a shit ton of movies. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. And uh, so we move on to our Netflix watching habits. So, we like the zombie genre. We watch, you know, The Walking Dead, like so many other people do. And, you know, there's all kinds of shit going on in Walking Dead right now. Catch up if you haven't. We actually fell behind in Fear the Walking Dead because, like, the first season, it kind of, like, was, like, slow. And then it built up to be really good. And then, like, in season two, like, it kind of started off okay. And then it just kind of got real shitty. And then we're just like, fuck this, this is weak. <laughs> and then stopped watching it. And then, you know, I mean, I know it's like in like what fucking like season five now or like some, it's probably even further Four, along than that. But, um, you know, there's uh, apparently Fear the Walking Dead has gotten much better, according to a lot of people that have, um, you know, been following Fear. Uh, and so, like, we've. That's because some people that needed to die died. <laughs> yeah. Which, it, so we're in the middle. I mean, we've recorded a lot of the uh, Fear of the Walking Dead shows, and we still need to, like, basically just go through and, and, and watch all of these shows to catch up. We just need to power through all the crap. Yeah, we got to power through all these shows. You know, because 
now, um, you know, there's kind of like the Walking Dead slash Fear the Walking Dead crossover because a character from the Walking Dead is now in Fear. Morgan. Yeah, so, I mean, now we got to kind of see what's going to develop with that because I like Morgan as a character. And um, so I'm kind of curious to see what he's going to do, um, you know, and kind of what the story's developed into, like, you know, him being in Fear now. Um, so, uh, you know, talk, uh, on the on the topic of uh, zombie shows, you know, we kind of go through Netflix and, I mean, there's all kinds of shit there. I mean, you, you get these, you know, like... Uh, these, you know, top-notch features, but there's, like, all kinds of obscure TV shows and, like, obscure movies, like, you've never even fucking heard of, and then, of course, you know, you get your, you know, your other high-end stuff where it's, like, you know, Netflix has done, like, really well for themselves and like, making their own shows and making, uh, you know, quality movies, so, like, a lot of times, you know, if you see something that's, like, a Netflix original, you can almost be certain that it's gonna be good, and, uh, you know, but we kind of like, you know, kind of skimp through all the different titles, just kind of hoping to find like a gem. And so there was this one show, uh, as far as zombie shows went, that we'd uh, uh, taken a look at. So we put Z Nation in our um, in our queue, and IMDb says. According to twenty six thousand, um, you know, people that have reviewed this show, that it has a six point seven out of ten. Now, we watch like, what did we give it? Like four shows. I don't even think you wanted to watch four. I don't. I mean, okay. So the first one, I thought it was crappy. The second one, I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, oh god, let's just let's just let's see if it's still, let's see if it's still shitty. And so I think we kind of like got through about three or four shows but by the fourth show i was fucking done i was like this show is stupid as fuck like the production was crappy like i don't know maybe like maybe i was just like in a bad mood at the time trying to watch this shit but like i could not get into this show and i don't know if it's like you know gotten better from the first season or whatever well i would imagine show so because i think it's still on it's on the sci-fi network yeah i think so i mean yeah at this point there's about 52 episodes yeah. So, I mean, apparently there's enough people that like this show. Um, I feel like we should go back and watch it, and we may well, have it's, to. it's not The Walking Dead, which I think is a big draw for a lot of people. It's Well, and that's kind of our reason. I mean, I, mean, I like zombie movies even before The Walking Dead. Obviously, The Walking Dead is like a really extended, high-quality movie. Um, you know, but that being said, yeah, people just have like an expectation for it to be as good, which I'll admit I kind of did. And it's not that at all. Right. It, and um, so we'll probably end up watching it again. I mean, it says like the popularity has dwindled down a little bit, but I mean, it's still doing pretty well. It's still in production. And, uh, you know, there's, I don't know. I, we'll probably be taking a look at this again because we still have it in our queue. We just kind of stopped watching it. And uh, so then... That kind of led us to the Santa Clarita diet. Now, when this popped up again, I looked at the the um, the uh, description, and I'm kind of like, "This sounds stupid." I'm you like, "You didn't want to watch I'm like, it." I'm like, "How far?" I wanted to watch it. <laughs> I'm giving you the fucking killer eyes right now. So, 
<laughs> but when, when we saw this, when we saw this show, I thought it looked dumb. I didn't. I kind of like skipped right past it. Amanda went back to it, and like she kind of like had read the description, and the description uh, it sounded dumb. Like and I'm just like, damn. I was like, Drew Barrymore has fallen very far. I was like, because that show looks awful. And I was, like, completely against watching this show. I think it took a couple of days before I was kind of like, okay, fuck it. Let's watch the show. I knew it was going to be amazing. <laughs> so we watched the show. It's amazing. And Amanda's like, good. About time you decided to watch the show because I was going to watch it without you. I was. So we watched the show, and the first one was funny. It was funny, and it was entertaining. And I was kind of like, okay, well, let's see what the second one's like. So we watched the second one, and it was also, like, super funny. The thing is, too, though, is, I mean, Drew Barrymore is, like, a great character, but Timothy Oliphant, like, he's fucking hilarious. They're great together. They are really good together. So um, I, I, I really enjoyed the movie. And, you know, like, they have a daughter. Um, it's uh, Liv Houston who plays Abby. The, like, her love interest or the guy who, like, is totally into her the um, I think his name is too. Eric. Yeah, his, um, his he he plays Eric. His name is Skylar uh, Gasondo. That kid is fucking funny too. Like it's it's funny because like it's it's like gruesome to some extent, but then it's also like hilarious. Like it's definitely like a dark comedy. Um, but it was like really surprising. So from that point on, after the second show, we like went through. The entire season, and we were like, "Fuck, this sucks." And then every now, every time, I mean, this has even been said like in previous podcasts. Every time I fucking talk about Santa Clarita Diet, I have to be I like about it being like, well, "I told you so." I, I told, told you, you so. She has to, yeah. It's gonna. Cause you don't ever trust my judgment for TV shows and movies. Because you do have sometimes very terrible judgment. No, I don't. It was just, it was just different for this one. It's because it's a really good show. I knew it was going to be a really good show. <laughs> and it was. And so we were just like, God damn, like, how long is this shit going to take? And it seemed like it took four fucking ever. It did, like for a this, year. Yeah, for the second show to finally come, uh, you know, the second season to finally come around. And, like, we just, like, we honestly, really fast. like, we binged it. And I was actually kind of like, Amanda, let's, like, just watch, like, one episode, like, nope. every week so that we, it did, nope. so we can stretch it out, you know, like. Because I didn't want to have to be like, okay, we we killed this whole second season in like a day, and now we have to wait a fucking year. Um, but we still went through it pretty fast, and the second season was also awesome and finished on like a crazy good note. Yeah. Um, and so, like, if you do like the zombie genre, I mean, even though I didn't speak very highly of Z Nation, we're probably going to give that one another look. Um, you know, you can choose to check it out if you want to, but um, for like people like... You know, comedy, and then even, like, just zombie shows in general. Santa Clarita Diet is fucking funny and um, just, like, really good. And actually, you know, it's, like, pretty creative because they're, you know, sometimes you get, like, shows or movies that kind of try to, like, reinvent, like, the genre. But, like, you know, adding a little extra, you know, to, like, what makes a zombie or, like, what makes a vampire or whatever. It just kind of, yeah. It just kind of seemed like they took it in a little different direction, and it was it was enough to make sense and not jump the shark and be funny and still awesome and, you know, not go so far off the reservation that it doesn't that it's not in the genre at all. So um, there is Santa Clarita Diet. Now, our most recent, um, just 
you know, binge-worthy show that's been, like, incredibly funny, awesome. And then what we found out is actually, like, an older show. Um, It had been in our queue for quite some time. And it was one of those shows where I was kind of like, it just, like, okay, the the storyline was unique. Uh, It says a medical resident finds that being a zombie has its perks, which he uses to assist the police. Now, I'm just kind of like, that seems like kind of weird, you know, kind of dumb. He didn't say the name of the show. And this show, iZombie, has actually been on since 2015. And so there was a couple of seasons of it, and I'm kind of like, well, you know, it can't be horrible because at this point it's... I mean, it's in season four right now, and I want to say it's on the WB network. CW. Or CW? CW network. So it's on CW, and they're in the middle of their fourth season. And so I was like, you know, let's just just give it a try. Let's watch this first episode. And so we watched the first episode, and it was pretty good. And, you know, it kind of explains, like, you know, what happens with Liv, and you're kind of like, all right, well... Well, I mean, call her Liv in the show, but it's Olivia. It's Olivia Moore, who's played by uh, Rose MacGyver. Now, from like, I mean, not that the first show like wasn't good, like we thought it was, but beyond that, like once she's a zombie, like every show was really funny, like just completely entertaining. And what's funny is the the officer that she works with, who um, is Clive Babineau. Um, the his name is uh Malcolm Goodwin. He works in extremely well with her and like they they do like a really good job of kinda like just bouncing that comedy off each other. I think the whole cast works really well together. Well I mean I I, I mean I think they all do, but I mean like them being like that team, you know, whenever wherever they go, I think it just like the whole show just like really works. And so there's the three seasons that are on Netflix. We watched those three seasons in what? Like pretty quickly. Yeah, we we went through them extremely fast. I would say 2 weeks probably. I mean, that's kind of fast for us because we would watch like maybe 3 episodes a night or something like that. And they're like full episodes too. Like so the my disappointment with Santa Clarita Diet is that like the episodes are only like 30 fucking minutes, which is kind of shitty. With um with iZombie the shows are like hour long or hour long they're like 48 minutes 47 minutes yeah so it's like it's still better uh you know in 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 every episode um you know the whole premise of this show is that like she eats these zombie brain or she eats these brains and she's a zombie and then like when the zombies eat brains they like get memories from the deceased and so because she's a medical examiner she used to be like a like a resident emergency doctor. Now she's a medical examiner, and she's kind of like done this 180 in her life. And like her family doesn't understand her; they think she's emo. They don't understand why like she decided to be a medical examiner when like she was like an up and coming, you know, medical doctor working for an emergency room in a hospital. So now she does that, but the reason she does it is because she craves brains, and so she takes the brains from these deceased people to come in for these autopsies. What she decided to do was to start helping 
um, you know, these detectives, or this detective specifically, Babineau, um, to, like, solve the crimes of these um, people that had been killed. And, like, that's the whole premise. So, like, every every show, there's, like, some weird quirk about somebody who's, like, either, like, an anorexic or a kleptomaniac or, like, they're, you know, they um, have high, you know, they have, like, ramped up uh, sexual desires like, whatever it is, you know, it gets reflected in, like, in her personality that kind of, like, comes and goes. And so it just uh, equals hilarious. It is. Yeah. And what's funny is, like, Mandy gets, like, super jealous because I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, Rose MacGyver. Meow. Super hot. And she's like, you think everybody's hot. You're time to make the donuts. You do. But I really think she is like pretty attractive. Plus, her like best friend in the show is uh, um, Peyton Charles, who's um, Allie Michaela. Also. This is what I'm talking about. And And there's one episode. There's a girl on the corner and the girl down the street. And there's like one episode where they're like. Being all sexy to one another because one of them's like totally into like S and M play and stuff. Rolling my at episodes. Hot. Like major. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hot. Well, no, what? Like major? Yeah, like major hot. <laughs> so there's a character named Major Major Lily White, who's like the love interest of Rose MacGyver, who, um, you know, is a human. And so the thing is, is like, uh, you find out in the show. That, like, even if you use protection when having sex with a zombie and you're like, oh, why would anybody want to have sex with a zombie? Well, apparently people do. Um, even if you use a condom, you will still become a zombie. Uh, like, through contact. So, obviously, they can't be together because he's it's a human so and she's a zombie. And it's, like, super sad. And there's all kinds of shit and ups and downs that kind of come with it. Because, like, she really loves him, but she can't be with him. And he doesn't understand why because he doesn't know that she's a zombie. And it's just, like, super good. Like, really, um, I would highly recommend that you watch iZombie. We still haven't watched episode f- uh, or season four yet because, I mean, they're, they're, they're still in the middle of the season. Amanda's like, we should just wait until they're done with the whole season so that we can just splurge it. Binge it. Splurge it, binge it. I don't care what we do to it, but we need to watch it. We already looked it up on demand, and they only—they don't have all the episodes. I know it's super. So weak. now we're gonna have to we're wait. We're gonna have to wait until they post it on Netflix. But still, fuck. I mean, I guess it's not having to wait a year. So, calm your pits. What is that even a thing? Well, your tits. Pit. Pits. Like, do people yeah. have to tame their pits? Armpits. Is that what happens? I mean, this isn't superstar. Like, that isn't that lady from fucking SNL. That's like. <laughs> Oh, sniffing her armpit hairs. Her That's so gross. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, so those are some of the shows that we're watching, like, as far as the zombie genre goes. We're probably going to give Z Nation another shot and determine whether or not it is for sure garbage. We still need to catch up on Fear the Walking Dead, because that one was garbage. Uh, Santa Clarita Diet looked like garbage. was actually fucking hilarious. Never I was completely like wrong. I was completely wrong. I admit I was completely wrong. I never looked Drew Barrymore bad. still got it. Tiffany Alifun is awesome, and Amanda was completely right. Did you say Tiffany? <laughs> no, I said Timothy. You said Tiffany. I said Timothy Alifun. You said Tiffany. No, you're just trying to throw me off. That is a disgrace. And 
to finish, totally recommend iZombie. Go watch it on Netflix. IMDb says it's an eight point it's an eight point out of forty eight thousand users, and that's actually a really good score. Santa Clarita Diet got a seven point eight. I think you go higher. Uh, I don't know. My zombie's pretty good. That so, could go higher, too. I think it could. So, uh, yeah, but that's our show. Um, thank you for listening to episode 78 of the Conversationalist Podcast. I'm Jesse with Amanda. Hi. <laughs> Bye. I'm not introducing you. <laughs> Whatever. Saying I'm tired. Good, saying goodbye. Bye.